This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. Hello, everyone. Happy Sunday. It's betting weekly game bet match. Uh, usually this time of the week, we look at a new tournament, but it's a 10-day tournament over at Indian Wells. And our man in California is our senior tennis handicapper for the ATB Tour, Mr. Sean Calvert. How are you doing? It's a nice early clocks change today in America. So hopefully you... Uh, you had a, do you have an extra lie-in or do you have a, a, a less lie-in this morning? Less, I oh, think. Oh, dear. You yeah, need to sleep. Clocks- Clocks go forward, didn't they? So, um, yeah, it's sometimes it's now about nine, nine eighteen. It is here at the minute. So, yeah, I'll be up going up to the tennis short. It starts in about an hour and a half. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, less, it's a little bit of a late time. version here. A little bit of a late uh, version here, and we've got to get the matches up. It's a busy day of ATP tour. Actually, we have eight matches in round three. The third round starts at the last thirty-two stage in what we consider is the fifth biggest tournament of the ATP Tour calendar behind the uh, behind the majors. Let's have a look at the uh, the outright winner now. Um, we've got Daniel Medvedev. He is the favourite, a plus 163 with Bet Rivers. Uh, Carlos Alcross, who was quite impressive, actually, against Kokonakis last night, now plus 350. Yannick Sinner, our tip, is now down to plus 650. Taylor Fritz, the defending champion, plus 1,200. Holger Runa, plus 1,400. Kasper Ruud, 1,600. Uh, and then we're Felix Auger is seeming after that it's plus two thousand Rublev uh, and Nori plus twenty two hundred. The conditions are slow here, aren't they, Sean? I mean, Daniel Medvedev said how slow it is. A lot of the women's players have said how slow it is. Um yeah. it's a very, very slow conditions, isn't it? And I'm surprised that I know he's in form, but I'm surprised that Medvedev is such a short favourite for win this. Yeah, well we said at the start, didn't we? It doesn't it's never suited Medvedev in the past, the conditions here. Uh, he did say it was the slowest court of the year when he came off the court the other night after his first round match, but he was playing a, a, a night match. So, you know, it is obviously slow at night. It is slightly quicker during the day. You can still get reward for, for big serving and, and hitting winners. It's still possible here. It's not it's not insanely slow. Um, but yeah, you would, based on last night, you would think that Alcaraz should really be the favourite, I would have said. Yeah, I thought it was a big move. He was plus 1,600 now, sort of almost halved in price to plus 350. But... The conditions will suit Alcaraz, and he's got a fairly sort of routine-ish draw. Uh, given you know he's got to play, he's got to play, um, uh, he's got to play quick spore. Then the winner plays the winner of Andy Murray or um, the Draper, so, and you would think the conditions mm. would suit Alcaraz in that conditions. Yeah, I'm, yeah. So, I'm quite surprised that Medvedev's so short plus one sixty three. I think he's a bit of a fade at those prices, and he's got to hit a wall at some stage when he's three. Successive tournaments. Um, let's move on to mm. the matches. Uh, we've got eight matches today on the men's uh, tour. You'll be heading to the court and give us some videos if you can get some internet connection. I can't get any videos through. It's it's it's, it's virtually impossible. The first day was absolutely fine. I was getting stuff through on the internet. Uh, the cellular signal was okay, but the Wi-Fi was great. Nothing works now. The the Wi-Fi is absolutely terrible. You can't get. You can barely even get the scores up. You know the live score on your on your phone. You can't get that up. To tweet, even a, a a photograph takes about ten minutes. 
the cellular signal doesn't work particularly well either. So it's, I don't know what's happened there. It was fine the first, the first day and then it's just, it just stopped. But yesterday it was, it was so busy in there. Maybe it's just, it's just died from overuse because it was, it was ridiculous. I, I met for 50 years and he said he'd never, never before seen a, a line for the men's toilet. So you couldn't, you couldn't even go, couldn't even go to the restroom without waiting twenty minutes. It was impossible. It was, it was so busy yesterday. You couldn't get on the courts. You had to wait half an hour to even get a, a side glimpse of a court. I'm hoping it's not going to be like that today. But yeah, it was super busy yesterday. That might be something to do with it. Mm. The tournament for us has been a sort of a kickstart tournament, isn't it? You know, one taking one step forward and two steps back. So I yeah. think uh, the total profit and loss for the podcast is at minus seven fifty five. We haven't actually sort of. Moved on a little bit, but so we got Sinner going for us, and hopefully we can get some winners today. Where you've got a, a couple of picks for us. Let's have a look at the matches today. Uh, there's mm-hmm. two games that start the day's action at two p.m., which is just it's at two p.m. Eastern time, which isn't long away to wait now. Uh, the first game we're going to talk about is Christian Garin against Casper Ruud. Casper Ruud minus four thirty-five. Garin is plus three twenty-five. The spread here is four and a half. The totals are twenty-two and a half, and Garin leads the head-to-head. 2-1. They've met twice on clay and it's won a piece, win a piece and uh, Rud won their last, sorry, Gary has won both on clay, sorry, and the last match they played was in 2022 last year and start of the year at the ATP Cup and Rud won very easy 6-4, 6-1. Gary's had uh, sort of a, an indifferent run of form and Rud hmm. um, has also had a pretty poor start to the new year, but these conditions should, should shoot um, the world number four. They should suit both players. I mean, Garin is is one player. I met a I met a lad from from Chile actually on the way into the to the courts not yesterday the day before, and he was telling me all about Garin, not um, a few more bits and pieces that that were quite interesting. But he he's Garin's one of those players when he's confident, he's he's decent. You know, his 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 high level, his best level is is very good. You know, he's beaten Rude a couple of times before. He's won some big tournaments on the clay conditions here, slow high bounce, and they obviously will suit Garin. Had a really good win over Nishioka. In the last round, he's a player that to follow when he's confident. You know, he weighed, you know he made the quarterfinals of Wimbledon on grass, didn't he? Um, mm-hmm. Which was unexpected. Um, I just feel like this will be a very good test of of where Casper Ruud is at the minute because, as you say, he's not played well this season. I thought Schwartzman was going to do a little bit better against him, but didn't. Uh, that was a particularly stern test for Casper Ruud. I think this will be a test. Like, I quite like. Quite like the over two and a half sets here, two point eight five with uh, with Bet Rivers, and that's quite a decent shout. If Rude wins this in straight sets, fair enough. But I think Garin, the way Garin's playing, if his confidence is starting to come back, I think this will be a test. Yeah, it could be a bit of a test there. Casper Rude, minus four thirty five. The other game we want to look at, which starts at two o'clock as well, is uh, Cam Norrie, who's doing very very well at the moment, minus four thirty five against Tara Daniel at plus three thirty. Uh, the same kind of prices. It's more or less exactly the same price as the Rude game. The head-to-head here, surprising, he's 2-0 to Tara Daniel. Yeah, they were, they were from a few years ago, weren't they? Mm. One of those 2-0 was here, wasn't it, in Indian Wells? It was five years ago, so it's you know things are very different now. But I said the other day, didn't I, that I thought Daniel might have a chance of doing something against Berrettini. I just couldn't just couldn't figure out the best way to do it. In fact, I, I think I even said, didn't I, that he might drop a set 6-love or 6-1 to Berrettini which is exactly what happened. And he ended up winning the match. So it was a difficult one to bet. I couldn't decide which bet plus a set plus handicap games. So that was a tough one, but it went more or less, as I said, and Daniel is a player when he's confident, he he's decent. You know, it is all about the confidence with him. He's a very streaky player. 
Now, if you look at his last 10 matches, his service points won and return points won total is 104. And he's won eight of those 10 matches. So that's that's a very, very decent level. And he's, you know, he's beating Casper Rude, he's beating Berrettini. My worry for him here is, is is fatigue. He's played an awful lot of tennis. He's played 16 sets of tennis in the last 10 days. Now, if you're taking on Cam Norrie, who loves to make things physical, a, a real test um, of your stamina, which which is what's going to happen today, I think it might just be a step too far for Daniel. But I, I, I quite like the um, the 3.7 for Bet Rivers here about Cam Norrie winning it by two sets to one. I just feel like it could be a, a reasonably even match for a while, but I think that the extra energy that Norrie will have will, will tip it in his favour. I quite like that bet. It's opened up the section of draws for these boys as well, isn't it? In that um, fourth quarter, I mean, that really does look a look a good weak chance for now. Good yeah, chance really good. The, at least the semis, I would say. Yeah, that's it, it's, it's really opened up. You look at that fourth quarter there; it's a that's a very very open looking quarter with the sits of pass already eliminated from the tournament. Cressy, Dimitrov gone, TFO gone, Berrettini gone, uh, Shapovalov gone as well. So it's it's there for the taking for. Whoever takes it through, and I think the conditions will suit Nori. I've actually bet Nori mm. at 33 to 1. I've also, I bet your tip as well, Sinner, but I've also had a small pick to play on uh, Nori as well. They were my yeah. two, two bets. So. I wouldn't put anybody off that. Easy. I'd say he was favourite to make the semi finals now. And then, um, you know, every chance from there, it's certainly in these conditions. Would you, would you bet him now at 2200? It's a big price, 2200. I wouldn't, I, I, I wouldn't say no to that. I definitely wouldn't say no to that. So, so certainly something that I would consider. Yeah, he's, mm. he's, a, he's a threat in these conditions, Nori. What about Norrie looking at Norrie at a big price each way for the French Open already? I mean, his, four clock, his clay court form is fantastic. Yeah, possible. Um, obviously, it depends if he gets who he gets drawn with. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure. I see Norrie as a Grand Slam winner, to be honest. But I could potentially making the semis, and then obviously if he gets a decent draw there, it's, it's possible. Yeah. Well, he's a heavy favourite today. Minus four thirty-five, plus three thirty. Daniel, the spread is four and a half again. Um, more or less, take you. Pick which way you want to go. Minus 112, Norrie, minus 114, Daniel. And the totals, like the opening game, are 20 and a half. Uh, the second game on court, uh, Ruzovori against Alexander Zverev. Uh, Zverev is the favourite here, minus 295. Ruzovori is plus 230. Uh, the spread is three and a half. The totals are 21 and a half uh, with over and under minus 113. Um, Zverev, on the comeback trail, played... Well, in Dubai, I thought, you know, got beat by mm. Rublev. A bit of a shock, really, because his record against Rublev is so good as we sort of do, do dominant. But he was my takeout from what I saw in Dubai. Very, I thought, you mm. know, he, he's he's going to not be far off uh, where he, where his levels are. Um, but he is trails 1-0 to Ruzovori in the head-to-head, which was in 2021 in Miami, where Ruzovori uh, came through in three sets. Um, this one looks... Mm. Quite, quite a close match to call. I think it's a lot closer than what the minus two ninety five suggests for Zverev. Yeah, definitely. That that Miami match needs to be taken in a bit of context as well because Zverev was injured in that game. He, he just won. Uh, I think he won Acapulco previously, but he had a, he had an arm injury in that match. So I think that was what did for him against Rusevori there. So I wouldn't take that as uh, as the great win that it looks like on paper. But I do like Rusevori's chances here. I was impressed with him. The other day, I was courtside watching him against um, Bautista Agut in a match that I thought would go over two and a half sets. I thought um, that Rusevori would do well, obviously. I thought that Bautista Agut, the conditions wouldn't suit him as they haven't done so far in Indian Wells in his career. And that was the case again. But it was a very, very scratchy performance from Bautista Agut. Doesn't look like to be look like he's hitting the ball 
with any confidence or authority. And and Rusevori is. He he's really playing well. His serve is functioning really well. Um he's his ground strokes look secure. He's he's confident. Um, I think this will be a, a super test for Zverev. I, I like the over 22 and a half games um, here with Bet Rivers at, at plus 120. Um, he's, he's been serving great, as I said, Rusevori. He's um, both both guys, actually. Zverev, he's only played one match and it was against Kashin, so there wasn't a lot coming back from the other side, but he's held 100% of the time so so far, Zverev, in that one match. Uh, and Rusevori's um, also held well over 80% of the time as well. Both guys have actually won 71% of their service points in total in their two games so far, which is very much on the high side. The worry I've always had with Rusevori is, is that he doesn't serve out sets well. He's, he's, he's really sh- uh, choky at serving out sets, and he showed it again against Bautista Agut. Serving for the set didn't do it. Very edgy, gets very edgy and nervous, which puts me off backing him to win a set today. He, he might well win a set, but I, I just don't trust him serving out sets. That's why I've gone for the over 22 and a half um Games. If you look at the the data of this pair over the last ten matches, it's it's very very similar in terms of service points won and return points won. Zverev's on one hundred and four, and Rusevori is on one hundred and three. So their level at this exact moment in time is is comparable. But Zverev is a much shorter price, and Zverev's not not got a fabulous record here at Indian Wells. Never never been past the quarterfinals. He's only made the quarterfinals once. He's like Andy Murray. He's spoken about his. The fact that he struggles here at Indian Wells doesn't doesn't like the conditions, finds it tough. So I definitely wouldn't be anywhere near Zverev at that price. I've I've taken the over twenty two and a half here. That's that's my play for today. And over twenty two and a half is available at plus one twenty. If you want to go for the twenty one and a half, it is minus one thirteen. Um, so a long game for Zverev against Ruzavori, and Ruzavori's got a chance. Maybe we'll look at the spread as well. Plus three and a half for the Finn is plus one oh eight. The next game we're going to talk about is uh, two different styles and two, you know, with the court conditions, I was quite surprised by the odds here. Um, carrying Kachanov against Alessandro Davidovich for Kina. Kachanov mm. is minus three, not uh, minus 139. Uh, Davidovich for Kina plus 112. With um, the slow conditions, I was I was quite, quite surprised by that. I thought this might be a pick and match and I'm, I'm more surprised that the money's coming for the Russian because I just don't think this condition is going to sue him. I think you have to make him slight favourite based on the the outdoor hardcore data over the last twelve months. He does have a, a slight edge um, in terms of service points one and return points one. He's on one hundred and three point four catching off. Um, Davidovich Akina not not too far behind at all on one hundred one point nine. So if you're just looking at it straight with those those two sets of stats, then you would have to make Kashanov a slight favourite. I think I think the conditions are okay for Kashanov here. He's, it, it's the low bouncing conditions that he sometimes struggles with. The ball bounces high here. It's in it's in his strike zone. He can tee off on it. He's got time to tee up his forehand. He's he's got the time to to do that. It doesn't it doesn't test out his side to side movement as well as some other quicker courts do. Um, and he's got a slight advantage on serve. He's obviously got a, a bigger serve than um, Davidovich Vakina. He he wins five percent more uh, points on first serve. Than Davidovich Fakina, and that that potentially could be the edge here, but I, I think it'd be a really closely contested match. I'm looking forward to watching this one. Actually, I said the other day, didn't I, that I quite like Davidovich Fakina in a, a similar pick and match against Wu. I just didn't get the price that I wanted. I wanted about evens, and it it never really got there because Davidovich won it pretty comfortably. Um, I like the over two and a half sets in this one again, um, which is two point three 
two chance with Bet Rivers. I, I'm expecting a really confident and, and entertaining and attractive match here. I think it could be close, very close. I'm going to expect Davidovich Rikina here at plus 112. Anyway, that's that's my opinion, but uh, minus 139. Anybody off that? I thought, yeah, you I know, I wouldn't back catching off at that price. I, I'm just saying I can see why he's been priced that way. Yeah. I mean, he's the one time they've played before was in 2020 in the Paris Masters. Davidovich Rikina won. And you would expect mm-hmm. that could that be a lot faster. And you would expect that was a court that uh, Kachanov should have, should have won on, but he didn't. He lost. Well, he's won that sets. tournament before, hasn't he? You know, he beat, that's that's his still his biggest title. He won that tournament, beat Djokovic yeah. in the final, didn't he? So yeah, it was end of season, though. I, I, I don't recall that particular match. It, it it may have been the case that it was a a bit of an end of season kind of tired one, but I'm not too sure because I didn't see that particular match. Mm. Well, there's, that's what I think. That's probably the most, one of the most interesting games of the matches of the day yeah, today. That Kachana. absolutely enjoy it for me and cheer the Spanish on for me. Please, if I can get on the court, which which is not not a given with the lines that are that are uh, around Indian Wells. Well, one court that's bound to be uh, packed is the fans' favourite, Francis Tierfo. He's up against Jason Kubler, the big serving Australian. Francis Tierfo mm. is minus four twenty. Kubler is plus three ten. The spread here is four and a half, and the totals again is pitched at twenty one and a half, with under the favourite minus one oh four. A TFO is going to have a big amount of support. Everyone loves him, and he does lead a one nil in the head to head. It's that game, uh, and for TFO won very easy in the US Open in twenty twenty two. But it wasn't well, say easy; won in straight sets, but it was two tie breaks mm. in a seven five set. But uh, he did win the only previous meeting. Yeah, I, TFO played great in the first round. He's becoming a bit of a tricky one to to call TFO, but when he plays well, is you know his top level is is very very high. And then there are other days when he's he's not so good. Um, you wouldn't have thought conditions here would would particularly suit TFO. I would have thought he likes it a bit quicker, a bit lower bouncing. The same could be said for Kubler. A little bit fortunate Kubler to advance when when Dimitrov got injured in the last round. I'm not I'm not wild about about Kubler here. I'm not I'm not seeing a bet in this. I think TFO will win it. I'm not fancying anything on the betting markets, to be honest. No, looks about right. Minus 420 for TFO. Probably one to put in the parlays. I'm sure a lot of short price parlays will be, uh, the short player, player parlays will be out and all forced today. And one person will probably be Andre Rublev. The Russian is for minus $4 against Hugo Umber. Big server. I think it might be a little mm. bit too slow for Umber. The spread is three and a half and the totals are 21 and a half. Um, I can't really see many too many problems for Rublev here. They've played t- three times before, two won the head-to-head, and surprisingly, the only win for Humber was on the grass in Halle in 2021. Yeah, that was in the final, wasn't he? Won that Halle title on the grass there? Yeah, you would expect Humber on grass to, to give Rublev a decent uh, a decent match. Also gave him a decent match on indoor hard in in St Petersburg. Um, I think Rublev won seven five in the third that particular day. But Humber, a classic confidence player. If his confidence is up, he can do things. If it isn't, then it's not so great. His confidence should be okay at the moment. He's been playing reasonably well, but I'm not sure he's beaten that much. A, a sort of tired uh, Zapata Morales in the first round. Zapata Morales played an absolute ton of tennis on the golden swing, probably didn't have much left in the tank. And Shapovalov, who's just nowhere at the moment, was Humber's next victory. I wouldn't be surprised if, if Humber made it reasonably close, but I, I think conditions here do suit Rublev. Uh, you know, he made the semi-finals last year, he was favourite to make the final, lost to Fritz in the semis. I think Rublev will win it. I'm not, I'm not sold on any betting betting propositions there, to be honest. The next game sees the heaviest favourite on the card. Uh, Daniel Medvedev, uh, the tournament favourite, 
the man in form, minus 3,335 against Ilya <laughs> Ivashka at plus 1,300. The spread here is six and a half uh, with Ivashka mm. receiving six and a half, minus 145. And the totals are pitched at a very, very low, 18 and a half with under the minus 107 favourite. A couple of stats for you here. These two sure. have met seven times. Every single one has cashed over 18 and a half. Uh, the last three matches, they've all been won in straight sets by Medvedev, but they've been 7-6-6-3, 7-6-6-4, 7-5-6-4, 7-6-6-4. And Medvedev has never, ever beaten Ivashka by anywhere near the spread. So they've always been quite tight sets. So if you follow yeah. your stats, which we know it's important factor in tennis betting, but it isn't the most important factor in tennis betting. But if you follow your stats, Ivashka plus six and a half and the overs here, Looks a decent bit of it. I think over 18 and a half is ridiculously low here. Minus 107. 6363. 6364, you we win. I mean, that's the only way you're gonna lose. 6362 or 61 in a set. I think that's a low line, 18 and a half. I think this is just based on Medvedev's great form at the moment and the fact that Ivashka has not really played that much in the last sort of three or four months. He's, you know, he had injury problems, hasn't played that much this season. Not been fabulous here by any means. He, I, I saw some of his match against Safran in the first round. It was pretty poor stuff, to be honest. Both of them, well, neither of them played well at all. Um, Ivashka was just the least worse on that day. And then he got lucky again in the next round when he played uh, van der Zanskulp, who, um, who got injured again. Um, so I think it's been a little bit fortunate to get through to this stage, Ivashka. Slow conditions don't particularly suit Ivashka. I, I always like him on a on a quicker slicker surface same could be said for Medvedev um I suppose I, 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 possible I mean it's maybe possible I, I just don't have any faith in Avashka I, I wouldn't personally have a bet on this match I don't I don't have the faith in Avashka to be honest no faith well that's what Pet Rivers got no faith in as well boy, from plus 1300 I just think 18 and a half is worth it just a very low line isn't it but possible it's possible I think there are better options around personally today and that's the late game, one of the evening games under the lights. That's 9 p.m. And the other late game is uh, at 10 o'clock. It's uh, Tabilo against Jordan Thompson. Two players who you wouldn't have expected to get through this far. Jordan Thompson obviously beat Sitsipas in probably the shock of the tournament so far and injured Sitsipas, it must be fair to say. Jordan Thompson mm. is the favourite here, minus 148. Tabilo is plus 120. Overs is high at 22.5. The spread is 1.5 with a, a pick of minus 108. Tabilo. Minus one eighteen, Jordan Thompson. Um, I think this is quite a tricky one to call. I think, I think if you look at all the games, I think this is a hard one. They've never met before. Mm. Um, probably Tabillo is actually in in the better form, but the money has come for Jordan Thompson. But it's always a, I've always neg- negative for me to bet someone who has such a big win. Like Sitsipas, yeah. I've beaten Sitsipas, then all of a sudden you're playing Tabillo right back down to earth. Tabillo's got nothing to use and he beats him. So one of the best things I always do in tennis betting is fade the player that's had the big scalp the round before. Um, I think if I was playing, I'd have to take the plus money on Tabillo here. Yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised Tabillo's coming good this week because we backed him the previous week, didn't we, in Santiago? We had him at 28-1 to to win his home tournament on the clay. Lost in the final set tiebreak to Munar in, in the first round. And now, of course, the week later, as they always do, he's starting to play. Uh, Tableau, which is which is frustrating. I definitely want back Jordan Thompson here. He's always on. I'm always very underwhelmed by Jordan Thompson. Um, and I've bet him a couple of times over the years in this sort of price range, and he's he's been absolutely no way. I just think it's 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 too slow. I think to be backing someone like Thompson. Um, I always prefer him on on grass. 
Jordan Thompson or, or a quick hard court in Australia, a slow high bouncing court here in Indian Wells. I'm not at all convinced. If I was having a bet on this one, I might consider it later on. Um, I would definitely be siding with Tablo. He's got, I think he's got every chance beating Cressy already. It's, this might be the only match I might get a seat on. I can't, <laughs> I can't see this one being a being a sellout. Um, you got hanging around, hanging around for eight hours. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm probably not going to do that in all honesty. But um, yeah, if I was betting this one, definitely Tablo. I think yeah, yeah, Tablo looks a bit, little bit appealing at plus money. So there they are. There are the eight matches on the ATP tour today at Indian Wells. The men's singles third round gets underway. Places in the last 16 are up for grabs. And Sean, just the one pick from you today. Yeah, the one official pick. A couple of leans, as we've discussed. Um, the, the one official pick I'm going to go for is the over 22 and a half in Zverev against Rusevora. Yeah, that's uh, plus money, plus 120 with Bet Rivers. Now, for anybody who wants to know what I'm betting, I'm going to bet Davidovich for Keener at plus 112. And I'm going to have a little bit of a... I've got to play the 18 and a half and Medvedev. I know Medvedev is playing absolutely unbelievable tennis at the moment, but seven matches he's played before against Zavashka and every single one has gone over 18 and a half. I've got to play it. So 18 and a half, 18 and a half, small overplay for me on Zavashka. But the official play is that totals in the Zverev against Ruzovora match. Uh, just remember, there's three ways to follow us here on the, the Betting Weekly Game Bet Match. You can download our podcast on your preferred podcast provider. All you have to do is search Betting Weekly Game Bet Match, and you can download and be notified every time one of these podcast drops. Uh, you can also subscribe to the YouTube channel, the Bet Rivers Network, and also get an alert when any one of our shows on soccer or on tennis uh, is down is there. We get a little note and review, and Chris gives a shout out about that. And finally, you can follow us on Twitter at Because We Win is our Twitter handle, which we share with all the fabulous contributors and handicappers here at Bet Rivers. Uh, Sean, any more? Any you're out tonight? Any nice little bars or going tonight? Any, any anywhere else? I might go back to that bar I was in last night, actually. That Melvin's Bar, oh, Sinatra's old haunt. Bit of high society, Palm Springs. Surprised they let me in, but they did. And, uh, you know, it's good. I've met a few interesting characters in there. It's, yeah, it was, it, was, it was nice. I like that. Melvin's Bar tonight, for sure. For me, it's an early night. I'm, I'm, I'm watching a bit of tennis, having a few bets, and then an early night for me. Uh, Sean, you take care. We'll catch you tomorrow. Uh, Sean will be joining me again tomorrow to look at the other third round matches in the in the top half of the draw which feature Alcaraz, Andy Murray, Hercash, Taylor Fritz, Swedish Orjalazine, and Holger Runa. Yeah, we're making you work. Tomorrow, are we? We're doing what, tomorrow, what? are we? Oh no, sorry, it's it's Rory with me tomorrow. So I apologize. I'm getting carried away myself. It'll be Tuesday. So you'll be joining us on Tuesday and Rory will be joining me tomorrow looking at the matches on the WTA tour as well. Rory had an eight to one winner last night, Sean with a six nil Shrontek. So uh there you go. There you go. He's the man in form. Anyway, you take care. Uh, we'll catch up uh, on Tuesday. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy the rest of your trip and enjoy the tennis today. And everyone else, enjoy it. Have a nice, nice, nice afternoon and uh, cash some tickets. Take care. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. <laughs>